But yeah, no, it's funny because like, I don't know, uh, building altars. That's when I started to really deepen my connection with my spirit guides. And then I um, also talked to deities. And people really? are like, they're like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I'm just about to ask the exact same question. <laughs> of how spirituality has taken off like has had like this like revamp mainly because of tiktok deity um work and like worship has become more of a relative thing and um i was always fucking interested in it oh yeah me too oh my god like there's it's so much fucking fun like why not you know even entertain the thought and so once i noticed that i started connecting a lot more with my ancestors like two years into like practicing and stuff i started noticing shit was just it wasn't my ancestors talking to me, and I was like, okay, something's fucking up. Because deities, when they see that you are willing to build a relationship with some kind of spirit, they want to be the next thing that you build a relationship with. Interesting. And so my first interaction, which is one of my favorite ones to talk about, because it's just – it's so – this is the reason why I can't deny that there is more to life than what we think it to be. Mm-hmm. But um, I was honestly – you know, trigger warning. I was dealing with a lot of the trauma from my miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And um, I personally, because like I said, can't communicate with spirits, felt like I talked to my past baby and mm-hmm. developed a connection with him. And um, it was during the same time period. This was like two summers ago. And then I just, I kept seeing butterflies everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like a physical, like floating butterflies. It was like, I would see them in pictures. I would see them like, I'd be walking down somewhere and there'd be like statues. I was like, okay. The world is trying to point this out for me for some particular reason. Sure. And so I started doing research because I was – I had done something in, like, within the recent weeks of seeing that where I, like, opened myself up. I was like, I'm ready to start working with deities if anybody's start ready to start working with me. Yeah. And so I started looking up deities associated with butterflies. And there is um, one in particular in, like, Greek mythology and – I think I can guess it. What? Wait. Never mind. Continue. Um, her name's Psyche. But I, okay, yeah, that's what I thought. But when I was like looking into her story, I was like, I don't like, I don't feel a connection to her. I don't feel like it's about her. So I did okay. more research, and um, I found this Aztec goddess. Oh. Yeah, and it's funny because like metal as fuck, by the way. Yeah. She like is known as a star demon. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking metal as yeah. shit. And um, the thing is, her I can't pronounce her name, and I'm not going to because I don't want to butcher it. Um. But her whole thing is she rules over this realm and underworld where um, babies that have passed go. And I was oh like, really? I was like, there's no fucking way this isn't who's trying to reach out to me right now. And um, oh, I see why you didn't want to try to pronounce it. Oh <laughs> my god, <laughs> it's like it's a it's uh, I can't pronounce it. It's 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 a middle. It's a lot. It's it's a middle. It's a sorry. Continue. Uh, but yeah. So I was like. Because I'm not of Aztec descent, because there are open practices and closed practices, 
Aztec is a, a close practice. You have to be of that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, descent. I was like, I can't engage with you. Yeah. For like respectful reasons. Yeah. But I, I lit a candle for her and I thanked her for her presence. And yeah. I was just like, I had um, a reading by one of my friends who is of that descent. And I was like, I just need a confirmation that this is who I think it is. And she was like, yes. And she was like, she's been waiting for you to reach out. I'm like, I'm not supposed to reach out, though. Yeah. Like, that's not, I'm not allowed to. She was like, she just wants you to know that she has your son and things are okay. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. That was really nice. Yeah, the pronunciation is... um. It's... Uh, a, it's... It's... Sit... Sit-simit. <laughs> sit-simit. That's what it is. Sit-simit. The L is silent. No, that's not the name. Hold on, oh. I'll show you. That is completely. I just looked on. up Aztec Star Demon. Well, there's multiple ones. Oh, okay. Yeah, there are. It says plural. Okay. Yeah, here I'll gotcha. show you what her name is. Because I can spell it. For female deities and such related t- of t- fertility that were associated with the uh, divine women. What is her name? I can't uh, pronounce it. Uh, <laughs> I that's can't not even. Yeah. Pronounce it. Yeah, that's. Um, but she's. Her name means obsidian butterfly. Okay. Like, oh, fucking metal yeah, shit, that is cool. dude. You're a star demon named obsidian butterfly? Yeah. But yeah. And then Loki reached out to me like two weeks later, and that was interesting. Loki? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And he, he's very particular, and I feel like I accidentally called on him once, and I felt really bad about so that. So we're talking about deities from different Different like, mythologies, different wow. cultures. Yeah, I've had... God, I've had so many. I've had uh, Loki was one of the first. Okay. And then I've had Persephone and Aphrodite reach out. Uh, I had Hades reach out for a while. Um, Lucifer is one of the main ones that I like really fuck with. Um, Interesting. Which I that can't say that's a little controversial. <laughs> yeah. People forget. Okay. This is something I have to explain. Mm-hmm. There are three different versions of like what we know as the devil. There is Lucifer. There's mm-hmm. the devil, and then there's, there's Satan. Satan. Yep. And so I fuck with Lucifer. It's, it's really funny because you're right. Because people associate Lucifer and Satan. that Those three things. Lucifer, Satan, and the devil. It's, a, it's, a, it's the same thing. Yeah. But it's not the case because Lucifer was an angel mm-hmm. that just fell from God's graces. Right. right? Satan is the, in, like, the actual like embodiment of temptation yeah, and sin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm sure the devil is just like an americanized Ameri- version of you know yeah exactly. um so i always have to specify i'm like I'm, I'm, i rock with lucifer I don't yeah rock with nobody else yeah. like that um and it like got to a point where like people when you hear like deity practice and worship they're like oh you'd be like on your knees like uh-huh. i'm like no like sometimes he'll just tell me to get up and wash the dishes type shit like really they, they really just want you to take care of yourself and then do mm-hmm. things like to like uh dedicate your time so like gaia is like my main that's my bitch that's uh-huh. mom um where, like, for a guy, I will just go outside and pick up trash. Yeah. It's really just about making your life better based on the things that um, are in correlation to them. You know? Okay. But, yeah, Damn. I definitely had Lucifer tell me to get up and wash the dishes one time. And I was like, <laughs> I can't I can't not listen to Lucifer. Yeah, that's that's wild. Yeah, I have a lot of deities reach out. And then I get scared because I'm like, I don't know how to do this. Yeah. I'm just like, I thank you for hanging around here, yeah. but I don't, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, so I had to, like, reject um, – Fucking Loki, and I'm pretty sure he's still mad at me about that. Oh wow! <laughs> like That's I, l- I literally asked him to. I was like, okay, I feel like you're reaching out, but I need like full body. Like, give me something that I cannot fucking deny. Mm-hmm. And I was outside on the porch, and I went to go drink my water, and there was a green bee in my cup. I've never, first of all, seen a green bee. 
But second of all, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, of all the timelines for that to happen. And yeah. then I had to, like, he was, like, frozen in my ice water, so I had to pull him out and, like, let him sit on my hand for a while until he, like, came to, and then he flew away. And I was like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the fact that it wasn't dead. It wasn't. I, like, had to, like, nurse him back to health just a little bit. And it was a green – I've never seen a green bee in my entire fucking life. And it wasn't, like, a, a fly. It was a bee. What the fuck? They're called, like, sweat bees or something. Okay. And, yeah, I'd never seen one before. I was like, okay. Um, but the thing is, my tattoo on my arm is mm-hmm. a lily of the valley, and it has a spider attached to it. And okay. lily of the valleys are one of Loki's flowers, and then spiders gotcha. are a part of his mythology. So yeah. I was like, oh, I might have I called that motherfucker on yeah. accident. Um, Interesting. Which is a, it was a big thing in my household. Also, Kronos was one of the p- motherfuckers that reached out to me. Time? <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? How are you – just out of curiosity, how would how – would how would you say that you're able to distinguish between the, the deities? Oh, and you can just tell. You can tell? Yeah. And then, like, if I really – it's more often than not, I just feel like this presence. And okay. usually symbols of who they are will start to show up very much in your life. Yeah. Um, like when Hades was reaching out to me, not that he's the god of death, because I feel like people get that confused a he's lot. He's the god of the underworld. Right. The god of death is Thanatos, or the hand of death. Yeah. yeah. And then – um, when Hades was reaching out to me, I felt like I kept seeing dead animals everywhere. Really? Yeah. And then, but that was also the same time that Hecate was reaching out to me, or some people pronounce it Hecate. Um, so Interesting. just certain things will come around and then you start to do your research and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Something's happening. Yeah. Um, but then I'll do tarot readings just for like specifics. Cause that's a good way to connect. I'm just like, okay, I need details. So, I'll so ask you do tarot readings for yourself? And yeah, kind to, of, okay. to ask who they are. And yeah. so um, that was how I figured out Kronos was reaching out to me. And I remember, like, telling my brother that, and he's like, no. <laughs> he's yeah. Like, no, don't that's do that. A, that's an ancient one. That's, that's, not, a, that's not a newer guy. No, a, no, like, he ate all his kids type yeah. shit. Like, no. That is, um. um that was wow. a fun one. But Gaia is definitely, like, she's always one that I can rock with. And then, like, I the African deities, like the Orishas. I don't know if you know what Mm-mm. those are. Oh, my God. They're so fucking amazing and beautiful. Yeah. And um, that's why I have in, like, a lot of my social media bios, uh, Oshun. She's one of the um, African uh, deities. Okay. She rules over, like, uh, the oceans. And s- Oshun. Oceans. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you remember when um, Beyonce was at the Grammys and she was in that, like, gold outfit and she was pregnant. Yes. She was dressed as Oshun. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. And that's, like, one of the deities that she, like, references in a lot of her bodies of work. Okay. Um, so, I just know that we've been talking for a long time. Yeah, we're <laughs> almost at two. <laughs> oh, we're no. almost at two. <laughs> I mean, if anything, what I could do is, like, I could split this into two. And um, I could post one half of this now and then the second half and another time where we won't be able to make a recording. Okay, yeah, no, um, I fuck with that. So I could definitely put this in because we definitely have two episodes worth of stuff. Um, <laughs> okay. But if we want to, if you're okay with this, if I'm, we're gonna do that, we should probably go a little longer. Okay. Yeah. Just so I can have at least an hour for each. You know oh, what I mean? You know I can fucking talk. Yeah. No, I, I know. I, that's what I'm saying. Like it's up to you. I don't got shit to do today. Um, I'm, I'm I don't have class till tomorrow, and I said I'm unemployed right now. So I don't have plans until like later tonight. Yeah. Do you work tonight? No. Okay. Uh, I just am giving a tarot reading to one of my friends. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, Oshun, like those, oh my god. One of the things I really want to get into is hoodoo. Um, because yeah. Like well, you were telling me about that too, yeah. It's like it's like the least I could do to honor my ancestors. Yeah. 
given that that's like one of the main things that help them through mm-hmm. their travels and like their lifestyles yeah. of having to not lifestyles but their lifetime of having to be slaves yeah. like that was what helped them like hoodoo and voodoo well yeah and then like just thinking back at least for me when it comes to like ancestry because like you know i did my whole ancestry.com thing i got mm-hmm. everywhere i'm from but um i know that my family is from the my mexican side mm-hmm. is from the northern um northern mexico mm-hmm. somewhere in northern mexico i don't remember specifically but it's like somewhere in northern mexico so um it's funny that you say that because i would probably be have more ties to aztec um than i would to mayan because those are the two main um groups really the aztecs and the mayans mm-hmm. um i think mm-hmm. that i i could be wrong though because i i have to ask my mom again because i keep forgetting every time she tells me where our family is from in mexico but um but then you have the Caribbean oh. side and like the the native Taino and like I said I know for a fact I have because when I even in the bloodline mm-hmm. it shows like I have strong European um, DNA which mm-hmm. makes sense yeah. but like when it comes to the actual indigenous like um, b- uh, blood DNA that they found for me mm-hmm. the most was um, uh, native Puerto Rican uh, Taino. Mm. Um, Oh, I forgot that. Wait, don't I have the app? Ancestry. Yeah, they had an ancestry DNA app, and then now he says we have a new home in the ancestry app. So this has been just dis- it's so fucking stupid. Anyways, um, but yeah, it was like uh twenty. No, no. The number one for me was Portuguese. Oh, really? Yeah, surprisingly, but oh. Portuguese and Spanish are like. Like, um, I was like, it was like 70% Portuguese and like 14% Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was like 12% indigenous Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. And then it was, um, under that was indigenous Mexican. Right. And then it was, um, Western African. Mm-hmm. So. No, I, um, I love like Latino culture, like yeah. Hispanic culture. Like I, it's so funny. <laughs> Because I just, there's nobody besides that group of people besides, like, African culture that I relate to and feel like. Yeah. It, like, you feel at home when mm-hmm. you walk into certain places. Like we all that. went through the same shit. Exactly. Basically. Like, we're all, like, we're all cousins. Like, you know? like, our, like, if you just even look back in history, it's like we had fucking, you know, the, around the time that African um continent was going through it the south american slash central american time was going through it mm-hmm. of just war warring you know empires within uh the countries that were going at it with each other you know the aztecs and the mayans and um the comanches up north like mm-hmm. all of that you had all that and you had all the indigenous incas and everything down south you know there's just so much there and then what happened with you guys how with us europeans oh yeah and then we went through all that shit and like people forget how similar just historically that both our you stories know, are. africa and um latin america have been through yeah it's like it's funny because um <laughs> not to cut you short up <laughs> i i got um caroline to watch uh in the heights with me which is like it was um 
I don't know if you know what that is. Yeah, yeah, it's the it, musical, right? Yeah, the, yeah. Did you see like the movie? I didn't get to see it. No, but I know what it is. It oh, was, it's, it's so Lin Manuel Miranda, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, and it's so fucking good. Yeah, I and I don't know it. what it is. It's like this mutual thing where like anytime my family will watch anything like with like a lot of Latin people or like yeah. with a lot of, there's always gonna be tears. We're yeah. always gonna be crying. Always. Mm-hmm. Like it's just something about that sense of community that you know you couldn't find anywhere else. Yeah. It's just so ingrained. That is one thing I will 100% I 100% agree with you. It's that like like I'm I'm pretty close to my family, mm-hmm. but even like I'm not even like I know people that are m- definitely more close with their families than I am, but I will say there's one thing that has been instilled in me since I was a child. Mm-hmm. It's always been that sense of family over everything. Over that everything. That is always going to be number one. That is always, my parents still remind me to this day, right? Mm-hmm. That always will be number one. And um, you always have a level of, you know, respect and love for your family. That's just, it, it is priority. And I've, you know, I want to instill that into my future family. And mm-hmm. like a, that's, that's one of my main things when it comes to that. And it's so strong with our community. Oh that's, my God. that's 100% right. Yeah, and like the reason I was saying that we have to, like, might have to cut this is because you could just tell that Caroline didn't get it. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. <laughs> she just like she was scrolling on her phone the entire time, yeah. and I'm just like, you no. don't, you're not seeing this beautiful culture yeah. and crying. Yeah. I was oh, I I literally won't watch it because I know I'm gonna cry. Yeah, just because it's like the music and like the culture, and it's just oh my god. And me and my mom. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody who loves that movie more than my mother. Yeah. Like, I remember the first time she watched it, she faced on me crying. She mm-hmm. was like, I just, it's so beautiful. I'm like, I know, Mom. It's our it's our ancestral trauma that's yeah. hitting us. And, like, yeah. Caroline just didn't get it. I'm like. So, it's funny that you say it. It's actually really fucking funny you say that. Because Disney. Mm-hmm. I have my top three Disney movies. Okay. My top three favorite. And. Number three is Lilo and Stitch because oh. that's just like a nostalgia thing. Right? Always, Lilo always. And Stitch is number three, and it was number one for the longest time, mm-hmm. right? Um, then we came number two when Coco came out. I still have not seen Coco. Be- no, but listen, there's a reason why. There's a reason why because I know it's gonna make me cry. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only. You want to talk about spirit? That's a whole movie <laughs> that's about. That's the spirit. only reason I watch it because I like I know I will sob for days over it. There aren't many movies that have made me cry, but Coco was one of them. I'm just um, not ready to deal with that. And then Legal Stitch became number three when I saw Encanto. My, oh my God. All three of those movies are so big in my house, but mm-hmm. especially Encanto and Coco. I have watched Encanto three times now, and I have failed to not cry <laughs> three times. I can't do it. And it is literally solely, it's not even that sad of a it's fucking not. movie. It's not. It's like, not. Like, I've seen sadder movies that have not made me cry, but I cried. Because I related so fucking hard mm-hmm. because um, I cried in Coco basically because of, again, like you said, you get such a strong sense of familia and culture it's and family. all of that. And it's that was, you know, Coco still my favorite just because I like the music in Coco mm-hmm. more than I like the music in Encanto. Mm-hmm. But I would probably say I like the story of Encanto more because – Lemon Miranda knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> when, when we talk about the matriarchy, you know, mm-hmm. there is, I it's what I grew up with. My mm-hmm. mom is like, you know, we butt heads, but she I always recognize that she is the rock. Mm-hmm. She is, 
like the strength of my entire family. Mm-hmm. And I know her mother, my grandmother, was the same thing. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother d- uh, had two children. Mm-hmm. She had uh, my uncle mm-hmm. and she had my mom mm-hmm. within like, they're like. Are they like Irish ten cousins? Months, yeah, they're Irish like 10 I- months Irish apart. Twins or whatever. Yeah. yeah, like 10 months apart. Like mm-hmm. uh, my mom was born in 75. My uncle was born in 74. And um, she was married to my grandfather, mm-hmm. um, and they were divorced within like a year after them being born, right? Mm-hmm. So my grandmother never remarried, never dated again. She was a single mother for basically their entire lives mm-hmm. to this day. And it's like she, it's always been, you know, her. And I think back sometimes, and like she got herself through school. Mm-hmm. And she was this teacher for years and years on end, got both her kids through school, through college. Mm -hmm. My mother went to graduate school, got her master's degree while having me. She had me. My my grandmother had both her kids at early ages. Mm -hmm. Um, And then my mom had me when she was 23, right? So my mom was young. Mm -hmm. And um, so there's two young parents at, you know, that, you know, that, fought and grinded to to give their kids a, a, a great life right and like watching that that's that story and that ending of Encanto and it's like you know she's portrayed as the bad person throughout the movie but then it's like you realize that no she just has a responsibility that people can't even fathom mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. that when it comes to do doing and being in that position you know she has to make decisions that people aren't going to like. Right. You know, that your kids aren't going to like, your grandkids may not like. It, she has to make the decisions that, like, she truly thinks, whether right or wrong, is for the best and the benefit of her family mm-hmm. because she is, you know, the rock that holds everything together. And, like, that scene where, like, she finally just, like, like lets go mm-hmm. and, like, kind of just be is vulnerable for a second you don't see that ever with Latina women. You don't ever. like it, it's 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 very very rare on that level. Mm-hmm. And I've and now as an older age, I've had more of those moments with my mother. Um, but as a kid, like you don't You'd see never that. Yeah, saw she's it. the enemy. Like yeah. you don't you don't think of it that way. And yeah, I the first time I saw it, just like sobbing. Like, <laughs> I, like yeah. the second and third time, just like a couple of tears came out. But the first time, I was like, "Oh my god, that that hurt." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that fucking hurt. No, uh, um, it's funny because I feel like uh, the matriarch is so important in you know people of color like households. Yeah. And like like that lineage, just it's a part of our storyline. But um, one of the interesting things about um the new Black Panther movies, I feel like they really honored like mm-hmm. women in that movie yeah and like the matriarch like yeah oh my god and it wasn't mm-hmm. even just because of like shuri becoming the queen it was like the queen being honored because of like what she had been through yeah. and what she had lost mm-hmm. and like it was all about like the matriarch and like how things have to transform and how women have always been the strongest ones in the house yeah and um so like I've, I've talked about it before on the podcast where I'm like a lot of the what I'm doing right now in my life is to honor my mother. Yeah. Um, because she had her first kid at like fucking 20. And yeah. so she never got to live the life that I'm allowed to live currently. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the decisions that I've made, especially within the past couple of months, yeah. have been for her because mm-hmm. it's the least I can fucking do. Yeah. Like with my 
my grandparents were saying, like, uh, cause my grandma, she, you know, she was a single mother raising mm. the children. But the craziest is on the opposite side of my grandmother, like, she had her first kid at 17. Mm. And my, which is wild because my grandfather, he had his first kid mm-hmm. when he was, no, I, I was wrong. He had his first kid when he was 18. Mm-hmm. And then that was with another woman. And then a year later, he had his first kid with my grandmother mm-hmm. at the age of 19. Right. And, um, like, she had that kid that young. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she stuck with my grandfather. They were coming up. This year, I think, would be their 60th anniversary. Mm. So they did 59 years of being married. So it's like the complete opposite coin from the other side because it's like, you know, and now I've had two experiences, you know, where I see one side where mm-hmm. a single mother made it work. And I had another side where I see a happy married couple has start and raise a family and stay strong through literally his entire, like, his lifetime. Yeah. And it's funny. They had to, like basically the same thing yeah yeah. um it's different perspectives you know because of like who we are and the things that we've seen and you know like our our um genetics do you hope that you end up with a woman of color because of the whole entire like matriarch kind of that is a very interesting concept because i don't think it's necessary but there is a lot of like something that my mom always has kind of brought up is that she has always kind of seen me with, like, a lot of, like, I've always had crushes on white men and stuff yeah. like that. But she's right when I am with a person of color, when I'm with, like, a black man, there are things that we can talk about that I can't talk about with other people. That experiences that I know that we share, a comfortability, like, Caroline will see me change as a completely different individual yep. when I am around certain people. Oh, dude, that's a whole <laughs> other thing, dude. Because, like, oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. Because, okay. It, it, it all the way you interact with people and the way that you know who you interact with who you're comfortable with mm-hmm. i think it depends on two things one how you were raised but also what environment you've been placed in right right so i would argue i went to one of the most diverse schools in milwaukee oh right? absolutely and so you know me and my brother when people are around me my brother we have very different demeanors. Mm-hmm. We have very different ways that we approach um, social activity and all that type of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And even the way we talk is different. And I completely just attribute that to what we were surrounded by. Mm-hmm. When I was in middle school, and I, like I said, not even middle school, K- I went through a K through eight school. So I was at the same school from K four till eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I was surrounded by black people i was surrounded by white people i was surrounded by latinos i was like surrounded by all three of those and i was friends with all three of those right Mm -hmm. and i went from that to going to a primarily white high school yeah right so um i am a lot more comfortable i'm gonna say i'm a lot more comfortable around white people than my brother is okay right because he went from uh one of the most diverse schools, but even at his time, mm-hmm. there were more people of color right. at that school than right. there were when I was there, even when we were when there. When we were there, yeah. Um, and he went from that to going to one of the most diverse private schools mm-hmm. in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. 
So he definitely had more of experience around that. But one thing that it's funny because I even get shit from like my white friends about this. Um, not shit, but like they'll point it out mm-hmm. and they don't understand how this works. Where code switching? Code switching. <laughs> there we go. Yep. And it's like, but but it's like they'd be like, "Why are you talking like that?" And I'm like, I'm like, you don't get it. Cracker. I'm not trying to. It's literally just a switch in my brain that it happens because it's not even when I'm just around black people. When I'm around Latinos, I talk different too. Like it's it's when I'm around you, you are white, my friend. I talk <laughs> to you like you're white, right? It's uh, I'm not trying to put on a front or fake or anything. I'm. It's literally something that's been ingrained into my brain since, since I was a child. A kid. Since you were a kid. That I I this person talks different. So I adapted to that. Mm-hmm. But then this person talks different, so I adapted to that. Right. So then this person talks different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like even even when I'm talking to him and when I'm talking to white people, I'll have instances where I'll bring out some of those other um, types of interactions. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, it just – it definitely has given me a sense of, like, identity crisis <laughs> in a way because it's like <laughs> – but I think I've just come to accept the fact that it's like, you know – I know who I am, and I know the people that are close to me know who I am, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it's just more I do that, I guess, in the sense of comfortability for myself. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. because you don't want to stand out. You don't want to be that person yeah, that, don't. like, um, looks like the oddball out, you know? Yeah, I, I like to feel comfortable in those type of situations, so I do what I've been doing since, again, I was a literal child. Yeah. No, it's like, funny when... I know Caroline knows me code like code switch. Yeah. It's oh my god. She yeah. like looks at me and she's like, who the fuck is yeah, that? Yeah, it's a <laughs> different person. It's oh my Baby, god. Baby, when we in different areas, yes. this is different type of bitch. <laughs> like, you gotta be if I'm on the north side, I'm gonna yes. talk like this. Thank you. <laughs> if I'm around my white friends. Yes. You know, I'm gonna talk like this. Yes. Yeah, it, it's it's, it's 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 just so interesting because like um when I was in when I was living on the west side, mm-hmm. um Surprisingly, the majority of the people I hung out there were black. Yeah. I hung out with like a lot of black kids around there, and um, I not only hung out with them, I would go into their houses. I'd meet their family. Mm-hmm. One of my closest friends back then, his mom, who passed away, God rest her soul, she was one of the – this kid was a menace. <laughs> this kid was an absolute menace and terrorized the neighborhood. <laughs> he was funny as shit. I loved hanging out with him, but he was an absolute menace, and he knew he was. His mom was one of the sweetest women I – like. I consider her, like, second mother. Like, I'd go over there, like, I'd call her mom. She was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and she welcomed me in, like, one of her own. Mm-hmm. And like she did with a lot of the kids around there. That, and that's like, just something we do for each oh other. Oh, my God. Like, that's just, like, yeah. within our communities, we, I mm-hmm. have, you can never not expect that. Yeah. It's, like, any household that I'm walking into that I know is, like, a person of color's household, yeah. I behave completely differently yeah. than I would at, like, a white person's Exactly. House. And it's because, like, that's mom. Yeah. That's mom over exactly. there. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, she would beat my ass the same way my mom would beat my ass. Thank you. <laughs> so, there's a huge difference. Yeah, it's a different, like, it's a level of respect that it's, like, you understand and you relate to. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, you know, even, like, even with, you know, my white friends, um, I guess it's more of, like. It's also funny watching your white friends interact with your parents. Oh, yeah. It's, like, uh-huh. what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You are 
acting up. Get it well, together. Well, it's not even that. It's just like it's simple thing. Dude, I've gotten yelled at from my parents for shit that my white friends have done that they didn't even think was like it, they thought it was just nothing. And I'm thinking, and I don't know what to think because my mom is telling me that it's something, but they're telling me that it's nothing. And I'm like, well, what the fuck do you want me to do about it? <laughs> I'm gonna listen to my fucking mom. Yeah. Bro. Like, oh, my gosh. It's so funny watching them engage. Because, like, I remember being over at my friend's house and, like, watching her backtalk her mom and just being like, Mm -mm. oh, my fucking God. (laughs) And just, like, I would apologize on her behalf. I'm like, she's just having a bad day. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, well, okay. I will say this. Like, I, like I said, I had butt heads with my mom. But I would never do that in front of somebody else. No, you don't. I would never That's do that so in front of somebody else. That's so disrespectful. I would never. No, I couldn't even. No, I would never I never dare. went that far. No, uh-uh. I, I wouldn't go and that far. And they just wouldn't give a fuck. They'd be like, yeah. fuck you, mom. I'm like, I have to go. No. I, this is, I'm not safe here. Mm-hmm. Also, like, you didn't answer the question. What was the question? Would you marry, or are you oh. hoping to marry a woman of color? Yeah, that, huh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'll tell you someone. I I don't, when it comes to, I'm not someone who's like, I like white women. I like, right, right, I, right. I, I don't discriminate with that. Yeah. White women are attracted to me, like, more. Latinas don't fuck with me. <laughs> they just don't fuck with me. Like, which is fair. Like, I don't speak Spanish. But even, <laughs> even Latinas who don't fucking speak Spanish don't fuck with I don't understand. I don't. Like, I've, I've. No, you, you, you've been fucking around with a lot of white women. Let's be honest. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. Too. But again, it's it's just more environmental things of what I've kind of surrounded myself with. But it's it's, it's it hasn't been only. It's because we got a little flavor. They it, like it, that. It, they like a little. They like a little chocolate in they. And they that's drink. the advantage that I pull. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Too. I play into it sometimes. Why do you think you I know? fuck so many white men? Yeah. They're looking at me like I'm. They call me exotic. A Nubian queen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, motherfucker, you just ain't yeah. never seen a dark pussy before. No, I've I've literally have I've fucked with girls who. Like only fuck with Latino dudes, and honestly, now I don't think I could do that anymore because it's weird. It's we- it's because you're being like stereotyped. Yeah, like, I have had a lot of men who like threaten to come inside of me because they want mixed. Uh, 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 like uh. I want my babies to have your kind of hair and my kind of skin tone. No, like, oh. that's a little off. <laughs> I, I'd be I'd be I like mean, hell if no. If anybody's gonna be fetish, it's gonna be black women. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. fair. But also, I feel like a lot of black men and Latino men get fetishized a lot. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of fucking scary yeah it is and like I, i'm like i said i'm not gonna lie, I, I do play with some people but you know <laughs> with, with with within reason i'm not over here like trying to convince white women you know i'm latino you should like i'm not doing that but like if that's what you're into that's what you're into you know right. I'm, I'm, not I'm, not, I'm not gonna turn you down yeah like like i'm not gonna you, you know taste, yeah i'm not gonna like feed it but uh, i'm also not gonna like I'm you gonna know? Walk away, yeah exactly you know, it's, so it's <laughs> i Yes, mm-hmm. to answer your question, that's exactly what I want. Mm-hmm. Now, I also have recognized the fact that you can get that. Like, it's not gone. Like, white right. people, uh, you can't, white people can ha- have those. I've seen white women have that type of personality. Um, and to be honest, that's what I'm, that's what I'm looking for, right? Mm-hmm. Like, not on some Oedipus complex shit, but, like, I'm looking for what my mom gave me, yeah. right? Yeah. Basically, oh, like that—that's what I want, and I, I know that it, it's, it can be. I've seen it more in people of color, and mm-hmm. um, if the opportunity arises where that gets to happen on that adventure, uh, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's funny because like my everybody, 
basically assumes I'm going to end up with a white man. Because yeah. Because I have Everybody assumes I'm going to end up with a white girl. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, but I'm like, I know for a fact that if I'm going to marry anybody, it is going to be a Puerto Rican man. Yeah. The culture alone <laughs> where Puerto Rican men are so fucking beautiful. Oh, my God. They're my weak, they're my weak mm. spot. Like, yeah. Anthony Ramos, I don't know if you know who that is. Mm-mm. The prettiest Puerto Rican out there, yeah. man. I'm like, that's the kind of man I want to marry. Well, I, I, I'm not saying – I know you don't do this, but I'm saying – honestly, though, I've also I've also been, like, kind of – what's the word? Fetishized, right? I've also been <laughs> by black women, too. Oh, absolutely. I have been. Absolutely. Like, I remember – this is actually kind of a funny story. I remember I was um, shadowing when I was in eighth – Oh, that's the that's the dude from In the Heights. Mm-hmm. Okay, from dude from Hamilton. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Um, I was shadowing at Rufus King, mm-hmm. my eighth grade year, right? Mm-hmm. And low key is really funny because if I didn't get into the school that I went to, my I was gonna go to Rufus King. Oh, okay. Um, and it's really funny because I got there and like, I <laughs> from the morning bell <laughs> till I left that fucking school, I was hit on by probably. Not kidding, at least ten different black women. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a and I was like, thing too. Damn, though. it's a comfortability yeah. thing too. I feel like the way that black women fetishize like Latino men versus the way that white women do mm-hmm. is completely different. Oh, com- yeah, it it's is hundred so percent. Yeah, yeah, it's the difference between like wanting flavor and like you said, comfortability. Yeah, no, like the way that white men approach me is yeah. completely different uh-huh. than the way a black man would approach yeah. me. A black man. They got a kind of riz that a white man does. Yeah, no. Nah. They always will. Yeah. But, like, if a white man approaches me, it's like a, I don't know. I feel like they try to come off, like, black. And I'm yeah. Like, Baby. No. No. no Whereas, like, if it's a black man, I'm going to feel a hand on my back. So yeah. be grabbing my hand. Be yeah. like, hey, shawty, what's good with you? But they'll talk about my hair. Yeah. I'm like, that's, that's, those, yep. yeah, that's family right mm-hmm. there. <laughs> I know that one. Yeah. And then white people are like, hey, yo, what's good, shawty? Yeah. And I'm like. <laughs> and, and and the other thing too, I was actually just talking about this with uh with Mondo, and I was saying that um, like one thing we noticed with Latinas, mm-hmm. they're never single. Oh, they're never single. Never. Like oh, they no. they, if they're ever s- it like that, like they get into relationships so quickly, and it's like, I've probably I can count the hand and then the number on my hands of how many single Latina women that I know, <laughs> like. I they're always in relationships, mm-hmm. so like there's that going for me. It's like so. I just don't think I could personally handle a Latina woman. I yeah. feel like I don't mm. know. I don't yeah. know if I could do I, it. But I feel like too, low key, like I I would like for that to happen because I think I need that you in need the in, in the sense ass? yeah and not yeah in the sense of like. I don't want a girl who's just like you know. You know, yes, sweetie, I'll do anything. That no, mm mm, I I can't do that. You need someone who can put their foot down, who is independent without you. Thank you. Yeah, because yes. that's not much of a relationship. I don't want codependency. I want you yes. to miss me, but I don't want you to be like I on need, my yeah. ass. Like, no, yeah. I want you. I want to know that you're out with your homegirls, enjoying yourself, yeah. your 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 dudes, having a good night, yeah. and then you want to come home to me. Yes, yes. Like I am not. You're all like yeah. that. Yeah, it, that's it's exactly what I want. It's like. I need you to be independent because, like, yeah. I like my time alone. I have a lot of yeah. friends who are like, "What are you doing right now?" I'm like, "I'm in my bed. Don't fucking text yeah. me." Like, I I'm so much of like an independent person where like mm-hmm. I need time by myself because yeah. I enjoy myself so much. Well, I I like I know people that like their fucking world is just like 
revolves around them and like they have to bring them to everything they have to make sure that you know let me make sure that I can do stuff. Oh, you know, never, no, never, no, never, no, because you're not going to tell never, my never. ass what to do. Oh, my ever, God. Never. Ever. Yeah. Like, or even worse. Oh, this is this is the worst part, right? Can't hang around certain people. Not because they didn't tell you, but because you're afraid they're going to get they're mad They're going to have you. a reaction. Yeah. yeah. No, like, like, my, like, one of my most recent things, like, hated the fact that I would, like, I was, like, friends with Caroline. Like, both, mm-hmm. I had... My ex-girlfriend hated the fact that I hung out with Caroline yeah. because she knew about all the shit that she and I had been through. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I get it, but you also not going to tell me what to do. Yeah. Like, if I know nothing's going to happen, you yeah. need to trust me and know that nothing's going to happen. And that's the other thing. Like, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to get into a situation of dating you in the first place if I can't trust you. Because then what's the point? Yeah. What are we doing? I'm, I'm not going to be anxious I, the entire time I'm dating yeah, somebody. Yeah, exactly. Like, I have trust issues already. So, like, I... <laughs> I go to therapy already. Yeah. So make me run up that bill yeah so i i'm not gonna put myself in a situation where like i feel like you know i that that could be i don't want that to be on my mind you know what i mean yeah and you know (coughs) excuse me on the last relationship i had i was very fortunate enough to like know that you know i I could trust her like i don't like i know for a fact there were times where like i was like a little worried not of her of like other people or yeah and I was like, you know, I, but I was always calm in the fact that, like, I know, you know, I'm, I trust it. I know nothing's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also try to make it my, you know, make it my goal, basically, mm-hmm. to, um, like, have that be the same about me. I want you to trust me. I, mm-hmm. I don't want to have to run into 30 questions every time. Where were you? Yeah. Why, why yeah. you smell like that? Now you look um, a little different. Nah, your hair your hair looks oh different from when you came back home. Oh my god! Nah, cause like why why does your shoelace look like that? I would. I. <laughs> why did you turn off your location? It I, says I you were here for I ten minutes it. and it took you fifteen minutes to get home. I don't like yeah. that. Yeah. Like I've literally had instances I've told you about that. Like mm-hmm. I've even been dating women, but like if something that could possibly turn into something and they disrespect my trust that oh early. Oh my god! That's cut like them off. Baby. Don't even give you the chance. Nah. No, mm. that was um one of my issues with also with the most recent person I had a thing with because like I'm pretty sure he only wanted to be in a connection with me I don't I called them my partner but I don't feel like it was ever a partnership yeah was because he couldn't handle the fact that he knew that I could sleep with anybody that I wanted to yeah that when we went out people were looking at me they weren't looking at him yeah and he hated PDA but he was like anytime we go out he's like can you like hold my hand yeah I'm like you're the one that told me not to ever give you fucking yeah. attention in public but now you see like this man on the corner cat calling me and yeah. you have a fucking issue with it but you're not gonna introduce me to your parents even though we've been hanging out for like six months it's just insecurities it's extreme it insecurities yeah. and I can't fuck with that like I like you being like territorial fine sure yeah. like, I'm yours and you know that yeah. but at the same time if you I'm a pretty bitch yeah. I'm gonna get attention and yeah. you should know that I'm not gonna entertain that if mm-hmm. I'm with you and I get it. I know that some people have a hard transition from knowing that, like, I was poly moving into monogamy. And mm-hmm. so some people can't grasp the concept that I could be loyal. Yeah. But it's like, I would skin somebody if they cheated. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thing. That is one of the most yeah. diabolical things I mm-hmm. feel like you could do to a person. And I also think a big thing is that, like, it, it, you can, it doesn't even have to be, like, what they were in the past or – I feel like you you're able to see just in their personality alone. Mm-hmm. Like I like I know that I I can tell, you know. I guess I I told you before like 
not proud of this, but, <laughs> you know, I've had a, a way too many instances in the past where I've messed around with women who were in relationships, were in relationships right? And I knew immediately mm-hmm. that they were, like, the type to just either not care or just, like, are willing to put things away or, like, just, like, I couldn't. No. I, that guilt but would I, yeah. eat me the f- – exactly. Well, first of all, I wouldn't even contemplate. But second of all, if I somehow managed to do that, uh-huh. first of all, that would be, like, an identity crisis. Someone would need to check on me. Yeah. But second of all, I couldn't handle that. I would yeah. be sick to my stomach. Mm-hmm. Like, that idea of, like, betraying someone's trust who I know values and loves me. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. No, yeah. I, I would – put me in the no and it's it honestly if you've seen the it's scary how easy sometimes that it's done and sometimes you know there are i will admit there also have been times where like i could tell it was just a really bad lapse in judgment right Mm -hmm. and they definitely like deeply regretted it and no they shouldn't have done it right but also at the same time it's just like you also have a responsibility to just not put yourselves in situations for that to happen yeah if your relationship is failing don't take it out with other people. Yeah, because then now you got this other person involved, and yeah. who knows where they're at emotionally yeah. and what that could have meant to them mm-hmm. and all that kind of shit. Oh boy, that I've had again too many times where that's happened, and it's shit scary. What would you do? See, like this is the kind of, I don't even know what I would do. But what would you do if like you checked your girl's phone and you saw her texting somebody else? Like, what would be your immediate response? Honestly. complete and utter withdrawal from her Mm -hmm. i would like separate myself immediately until i get to a point where i emotionally can confront and figure that situation out Mm -hmm. and then out yeah no i don't play around with that i just feel like i would become psychotic yeah like i'm not the type of bitch that would like destroy property Mm. But I do know how to fuck up your face, or so you get my house type shit. I mean, I would probably do that like a month later, so you wouldn't know it was me. Yeah. But I mean, like, that would be the time where I see red and I would forget everything. But that to happened. be fair, like, you know, I also know people who've gone through that. I know people who've been cheated on, and like, like I haven't been cheated on, but I've been in situations where it's damn near close to it. Right. And it's a different feeling. It's a whole different feeling that you can't even explain. That it's like. Because it, it's, it's so many different emotions. You mm-hmm. go through, like, a betrayal. Mm-hmm. You go through rage. You go through depression. You go sadness. through the five steps of grief. Yeah, like basically. Like, five stages of grief, yeah. And it's, like, all over, like, someone doing something as simple as just sleeping with someone else. Oh, my God. Well, I've talked about it before. I'm, like, I wouldn't wish heartbreak, like, true heartbreak on my worst enemy. No. Because I remember, like, the first time that I really experienced that, I thought I was dying. Same. Like, I, I literally was sick. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, the fact that one person – I mean, this is one of the main reasons, like, I have refrained from ever, like, really trusting another individual in a yeah. relationship. Because second you give your all to somebody, there is so much to fucking lose. Yep. It's scary. So, it's so fucking terrifying. I, I'm going to be real with you. Like, I'm dealing with that right now. And I, I'm so dealing terrifying. with the fact that, like, I – I'm having this kind of crisis where I know mentally mm-hmm. that – no, that's the wrong one. I know emotionally that I think I am prepared to do something like that, mm-hmm. but I'm sorry. Like, I don't think emotionally I am ready for that yet, and I, I, I 
it's basically this infinite loop where I'm going through where it's like, you know, you want something. Mm -hmm. And then you realize you go through what you have to sacrifice, what you have to do to get that what you want. Mm -hmm. But then you also have to know what you have to go through, what you have to sacrifice to keep that, right? And and to keep that healthy and keep that going and and all that stuff. And I I don't know, I just kind of realized that, like, I want it, but... I probably shouldn't mm-hmm. at this point in time. And it's it sucks because like even I even because even though I know all that mm-hmm. I still have needs, you know? <laughs> like I still I still get lonely. I still, you know, I still do stupid shit because, you you're, know, you're human. Yeah, like I it's I'm I'm trying to go about all of that stuff by one not trying to be an asshole mm-hmm. but also not secluding myself off from the world yeah not you know? denying yourself for things like yeah people need to be fed yeah that's i am 100 percent on the understanding of that yeah um it's not fun it's not fucking <laughs> it's fun. not fun and then like it's just you always forget that people are people too like yeah. you want there's like this selfish want that you have for somebody to be almost robotic where you can just get what you want from them and then yeah you know, move on, but it's, like, it's, that's not how it works, like, people are people, like, I, there's this friend that I've been, um, sleeping with on and off again for a while, and it's, like, they, you, you want to just fuck, but then you know you can't, because they have 17 different things that are going on, and, like, I have to tell you about that, and you have to be, like, their emotional soundboard and help them process that, it's, like, I might as well be in a fucking relationship with you, like, there's a level of commitment to everything, like, nobody Mm -hmm. is just, like, built to just do and go yeah like you can only do that for so long before something turns into i wish else. i wish that could be the case but it really can't and that's and why we have sex toys yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty yeah. much no. but it's like your sex toys won't talk back to you no so. your sex toys won't <laughs> hold you at night bro they're not, they're not gonna hold you they're not gonna they ain't got that kind of warmth yeah so they're fun for the the moment and yeah. then you're like damn i miss having somebody lay in my bed mm-hmm. i was crying about that last night i was like yeah <laughs> my bed's so big and empty yep yeah <laughs> so it's just i don't know i think to me love is just such an innate thing within mm-hmm. at least for me like within my body like i have always been ready and willing to give people love of any kind and mm-hmm. so I think that's also part of the reason why I'm a hopeless romantic. Love is just yeah. so important to me. And so, like, I want to be in a situation where I know that it's reciprocal. Yeah. And, like, I feel like I, I am too uh, – what's the word? I am too giving. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, one, I it's like I have this – I like to nurture people because yeah. I, I see myself in them and I see the versions of me that – didn't receive what I wanted. Yeah. And so it's like, why not take care of people if I'm capable of doing that? Mm-hmm. But then there's also that part of me that's like, mm, but you're not getting shit back. So like, yeah. what are you doing? And it's like, but it feels good to give. And mm-hmm. it's like, but you're still in bed by yourself at night. Yep. So I'm like, damn, you're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's like this, this never ending loop. But mm-hmm. I, I think I'm also a very strong believer in the fact that like, like, I think I'll know. Yeah. Like, I think I'll know when things are right, mm-hmm. when things start to – when things go well, right? <laughs> when things actually go to plan. Because for me, things just don't fucking go to plan. Like, things – something fucks up. Something <laughs> – either me. they or me. 
I fuck up or they uh, fuck up. Something happens, and I just I just want one. I just want one instance where not only everything goes to plan, but it just feels right too. I'm trying to figure out what it is. I'm like, I have to be the common denominator here at this point. Like, yeah. there has to be something fucking wrong with me that nobody's like, ayo. I well, I'll I'll say this. Um, a good friend of mine. Um. She went through a really traumatic, um, excuse me, she went through a very traumatic uh, relationship, mm-hmm. like her first relationship ever, and it was, she, she was like a fucking asshole who was uh, very emotionally abusive, and um, after that, she was single for like four years, like, and she, trust me, like, she was a very attractive woman who, you know, was able to talk to a lot of guys, mm-hmm. and... Like, it just never went right for her. Mm-hmm. And she would just, you know, we'd talk about it all the time. She'd tell me all these things. And I kept telling her. I was like, look, it will work out. Mm-hmm. You will find somebody. It's going to happen. Right. And she'd be like, how do you know that? I'd be like, because I, it has to happen to fucking me. That's why. <laughs> because it needs to be me, right? Like, I, I need to go through that. So if I, I don't believe I'm going to. Yes. <laughs> If I don't believe that for me, I if I don't believe that for you, I don't believe that for me. Right. 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 And sure as shit, she just got into a relationship with I'm sure someone that I know she's probably gonna marry. Like this really? guy. Yeah, yeah. She's head over heels over this Aww. guy. This guy seems really fucking nice, super cool, exa- basically everything she wanted. Right. Mm-hmm. And I remember the other day uh, we were hanging out and she won't fucking shut up about him. Aww. She always talks about she him. Which is great, yeah. She's head over here as well, and I'm so happy for her. Mm. But I sat her down. I was like, "Hey, I told um, you so. yeah, I told you so." <laughs> and like, she, me, and her have this, we have this relationship where, like, you know, she's like my little sister, basically. Right. Like, um, but like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm very close. She's very she 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 sees me. Like, mm-hmm. she's my truest form, and in my truest form, you know, I like to argue. I like to you know go back and forth. And me and her go. We lived together for two years. Mm-hmm. And go back and forth all the time. But she's also someone who, like, you know, doesn't like to be wrong type of person, <laughs> okay, right? Yeah. So we've had so many moments where she's like, I just admit that you're wrong. Like, that type of stuff, right? And so I was like, okay. So let me hear it. Mm-hmm. Let me hear it. Mm-hmm. I was right. That's all I want to hear. And this is the one time where I think that you could be happy <laughs> in saying that I was right. So just say it. And so, yeah. She said it? And she said it. Okay, I was good. right. And, um, yeah, and like I said, I'm nothing but happy for her. Yeah. I'm very glad that it worked out for her because she has been through a lot of shit. Yeah. And um, definitely, like, you know, somebody who deserves that uh, that type of stuff. And Absolutely. Again, I, I would – I'd like to think that I'm on that level of <laughs> a, a decent amount of person. I have to be next statistically. Yeah. So, no. you know. It's funny because, like, um, one of my issues, I think, for the longest time was kind of, like, having this weird mindset of, like, thinking that love is something that, like – makes you feel complete like you need a relationship to be like and it's just like i've gotten to so much of a point where i'm like i'm too comfortable with my own solitude and like my i my understanding of relationships where it's like i know i want a relationship because it's something that i feel like would be beneficial and Mm -hmm. i feel like that's the only reason why whereas like when i was younger it was like oh a relationship everybody has one so i want one it's like i i make good money Mm -hmm. i got my own place and you can't tell me shit. So, like, I really don't need anybody. It's yeah. more so about, like, um, the the connection you can have with an individual. And Thank I think yes. there's um there's been, like, this significant turnaround for me where it's just, like, I'm happy to know that I don't need a relationship. Yeah. 
like when I was a kid or like I, I thought I did and now I'm just like no like I'm really happy right now in my life mm-hmm. and so um seeing that gradual change like I wish I could go back to my younger self and be like bro <laughs> chill <Yeah>. out <laughs> it's gonna be fine mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're, you're at, at a certain point in time you're yeah. not even gonna want to fuck with motherfuckers yeah, like exactly you're good mm-hmm. um and so I hope that if anybody's listening to this part, that they recognize that, yes, relationships, because of social media and all that kind of shit, mm-hmm. look like something that's, like, what you want or, you know, it's been um, programmed in us to believe based on, like, capitalist ideas and all this kind of shit that, like, having a relationship is of the utmost importance. But it's, like, if I don't have a good relationship with myself, exactly. every other relationship is going to be meaningless. Yep, exactly. And, and it's, like... People also underestimate, like, the amount of time that it takes. Oh, my know? God. People just want to hop into yeah. shit. Like, it takes time. And, like, I know people – it's not even just hopping – people, like, people want to hop back into something that they're comfortable with or hop back into, like, I something – I don't ever I go back either. to an ex. No, I I've I never gone back to an ex. Yeah, me neither. Uh, like, once I set a boundary, I'm, I, I can't. Yeah. It's like, you already had me. Like, mm-hmm. I understand that, like, maybe it's, like, a year – from like when we broke up and like we're different people now but like the damage that was done yeah is, i'm always gonna remember that I yeah can't and not even that it's like i spent this time working on myself and also i spent this time moving on exactly and going right? backwards does not benefit no. either of us yeah I unless agree. you like were like it's like 10 years maybe and yeah. it's like you are really a completely different person yeah. maybe then like there's something to contemplate contemplate there but yeah I don't, I don't see the value in going back to an ex. Yeah. Unless I it was like a long distance, we had to break up because of like mm-hmm. something that wasn't because of the relationship. Yeah, I would say it's definitely circumstantial, but I'm, yeah, the most instances that I've seen, it's like, I, I couldn't do it. Yeah, I can't do like the on again, off again shit. No, no, like, no, 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 no. Like, what are we gaining from this? Like, like I said, if I feel like if a relationship isn't beneficial, then there's no point in having one. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Teach their own. Mm-hmm. I, I just want people to understand that, like, as much as love is this beautiful thing, and I think we're all capable of mm-hmm. exuding it, and we should all be receiving it, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's not... It's messy. It's messy. Very messy. And it's because we're so human, mm-hmm. and um, to... Sorry, my ear is ringing so fucking loud right now. Um, that's usually a sign that an ancestor is trying to talk to me, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's fun. fun. <laughs> 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 um, but... Lost my damn train of thought. Shit. That was really loud. Um, I don't know. Love is a beautiful thing, and mm-hmm. I think that everybody deserves to experience it, but trying to rush it has never made it come any faster or made it any more um, what we want it to yeah. be. It's never going to fit into a pretty box. Nope. Um, it's always something that's supposed to be about growing mm-hmm. and not about uh, staying stagnant. Yeah. Because I've said that before. I feel like if I'm staying stagnant in a relationship, then I'm not – it's not a relationship. Yeah. I'm not doing anything to help each other out. Mm-hmm. Um. But I don't know, what is a perfect partner for you? We'll wrap it up after this. Okay. Like we've been talking for like four fucking hours. You know what? It's crazy. Guess where we're at right now. 3.30. No, that's not that, that long. Okay. It feels like it, but I know. we're almost at three. Jesus. We're at um, 2.40 right now. Let's t- well, yeah. let's run it to three. We'll have um, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's we'll a little more work we'll for me, but happens. that's fine. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, so... I guess it would just be somebody that the the simplest way I can probably put it is somebody that I can rely on, mm-hmm. not be dependent on, rely on, mm-hmm. but is also my best friend. That's right. all I want. Right. I want somebody who 
is my best friend that I can rely on and that the passion won't die out. Mm. That's what I want. Yeah. No, that is, um, I feel like that's why a lot of the relationships I've been in have ended. And it's never been, I feel like I've dated a lot of people who want a high mm -hmm. versus they want a relationship. Yeah. Uh, and for whatever reason, I've also, like my two main relationships also occurred after they got over relationships mm -hmm. with their most recent exes. And so that was just never good timing yeah. for me. Um, and so I think, obviously, yeah, passion is a really big thing for me. But somebody who foresees a future with me. Yeah. And it's not so much in the case of like, oh, I want to get married to you as much as it's like, I want to I wanna travel with you. Mm -hmm. I want to make plans with you. I want to feel like you see me as something that's going to be extended into who mm -hmm. you are in a couple years. Exactly. That's um, a big one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a huge thing for me because I feel like none of my past partners have ever made me feel like I was permanent in their life. Yeah. Um, and I feel like if you don't foresee that with me, then what the fuck are we doing? Mm -hmm. Like, again, I'm not I'm not a person that's inherently dating for marriage. Yeah. But I am dating someone who wants me around. Yeah. <laughs> like, so if it doesn't feel like it's um something that's um has a long lasting feel to it. Yeah. Then I don't really. It's see not it worth it. Yeah, it's not. There's no point to mm -hmm. that. Um, and then. I don't know. I think I want someone that can make me laugh and someone that yeah. I can bring home to my parents. Oh, that's that's a big one. Yeah, is if the we humor. can't laugh, yeah, I'm probably not even attracted. No, to like literally, like growing up when I was a kid, most of my crushes were on people that made me laugh. Yeah, um, and that's the other thing too. <coughs> like, and it's such an underrated thing, at least for to find a woman because. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like there's this stigma that, like, oh, the guy is the one that has to be funny. Like, I say the most out of pocket Like, shit. I think, I think that, you know, if, you know, if you're, like, if I think that you're cute, but you're fucking hilarious, you you're instantly, already yeah. already all the way fucking yeah, up here. Yeah. I've uh, been attracted to people who aren't even, like, relatively mm -hmm. attractive. I know dudes who aren't, like, that good, but, but they they're so pull. fucking funny. Oh, my so, and God. And I'm like, that makes you ten times more yeah. attractive. It's like because there's a means of well, for one, you can make me laugh, but you can also hold a conversation. Yeah. Like if I can't, if we can't talk. Yeah. Then that's just that's weird a big shit. thing for me too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also we, I've mentioned before bringing home to my parents because I've never brought yeah. something home to my parents, and I really, really want to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, it'll probably be a person of color. Yeah. I don't know how. I just I know my parents, and they go say some shit. Well, you you might be surprised too because, like I said, like. I had the same thing you were talking about with your dad. I had the same thing with my mom, right? Mm -hmm. And that my mom has literally driven away multiple women because they're terrified fear. of her. That is my and <laughs> the one that I actually brought home that, like, I felt really good about, she was white, mm -hmm. and my mom loved her. Mm -hmm. My mom absolutely loved her. And um, I think what it is is that they just – they just need to have a sense of, like, not only respect, but a sense of, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Just, like, it's kind of a sense of outreach, if that makes sense. A sense of, like, I'm not just going to be this body that just sits here and quiet. Oh, yeah, you want to engage yes. with them. But engage in a way that, like you said, is respectful, respectful and... and um, acknowledges the fact that they are, you know, parents mm -hmm. and they are the elders, that, that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, I already have, like, all planned out in my head. I'm mm -hmm. like, 
whenever the time comes, I'm going to meet a partner's family, mm-hmm. which is funny because like I, I met both of my ex's family and they fucking love me because mm-hmm. uh, I'm great with parents. Yeah, and um, so that's always been a great thing. It's like any time that I have broken up with somebody. If I miss anything, it's their fucking mom. I yeah. oh, I miss my ex's mom so mm-hmm. much. She was so great. Mm-hmm. Um, and their pets. God, yeah. I miss I miss my first ex's dogs mm-hmm. a lot. Um, but yeah, no, I I'm I want you to have that. Too, now that you said that, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, I dog is pretty fucking cool. I um I want I want you to like be able to like have a phone call with my mom. Mm-hmm. Like talk text Robin. That Check is what in I want. Her. Yeah. How is she doing? Like yeah. I want you to be able to have a relationship with my parents. Mm-hmm. Like if you build a relationship with my dad, f- we have to get married. Yeah. Because my dad will never forgive mm-hmm. me if I lose that connection. Yeah. Well, uh, th- th- that's a funny thing because like I said, there's only been one with my mother. And my mother still brings her up. Oh. And I'm like, mother, that's not happening. See, that's it's been four Zucker. fucking years. <laughs> Drop it. Oh, but that's so sweet. That's, that's what I want. I want my mom to be like, I don't know, to be able to talk to my partner. Like, I want yeah. my partner to be able to rely on my parents in like a weird kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, that's like mom. I'm like, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's mom. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then having a relationship with my siblings is really important. Yeah. Especially, like, my younger sister who just wanted to be on the podcast today. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my bitch. That's my yeah. ride or die. And, like, we may not be as close as, like, certain siblings are, mm-hmm. but, like, she's my mirror. And yeah. so if you can't fuck with her, you're not fucking with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also, I just would like to see how they engage, and I would like yeah. to see how my brothers would engage with I guess I would have to say my brothers have a sort of a litmus, litmus test, too, because... My brother again is not fucked with any of like the females. Really? Like, yes, he's. Yeah. But that I, guess I mean, is valid more based on like, the things that you've told yeah. me about the people that you fucked with. Well, okay. <laughs> he's also like I said, incredibly dramatic, right? So me and your he's the, along he's very the well. spitting image of my mother, right? So again, it's the same thing. And I guess to be fair, he only <laughs> got along with one of them. So I at least I know that it's possible that right. there's somebody, you know. Right. No, so. like if you can't, I got a big ass family. If you can't get along with one of them, that's mm-hmm. kind of scary. Yeah, because they all have different personalities. Yeah, they're all going to approach you differently. It definitely, definitely will differently with you because you have multiple siblings. Yeah. Um, <coughs> but also, like I, I've talked about this, I want to bring you home for like holidays mm-hmm. so that you can meet my extended family because mm-hmm. those are the ones. That's the judgment I yep. really care about. That's the test. That's the test. Like uh-huh. if I can, if I even have the thought process of bringing you home to mm-hmm. them, that's already a green flag for me. Mm-hmm. But second of all, if I can and they like you yeah shit i'm like damn now mm-hmm. i have to bring you to every fucking christmas yeah. and holiday for like the rest of my life mm-hmm. yeah because that's how it is with that family like mm-hmm. they expect those same people to come back yeah all the time and when they don't then they ask questions yep. and it just never ends yep i've been through that i 100 percent. i literally i've had my grandmother oh. who literally asked about girls that i haven't brought over in like two years and i'm like I, I don't I how do I how do I how do I how do I, tell, how do yeah. I break her heart? Yeah. <laughs> how do I communicate these things? Yeah. So. Yeah. No. I mean, beyond that, I'm learning more and more that my family is very important to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess I would want to be someone that you can bring home to your family because if you feel like you can't, then I'm fucking up. Yeah. Or like, there's not a, like a real thing that's happening mm-hmm. here because I feel like that's so important. If yeah. you can't bring me around your friends. Yeah. Oh no no no! That's that's the first list. That's, that's the first. That's test. the first test because you gotta get past that and like, I don't have judgy friends, but like, I'll I'll know if they don't like me. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely know. So 
um that's definitely something that's also very important to me because yeah. it's like you know i want to bring them around you know what i mean yeah i want your friends to miss me yeah i want your friends to be like hey yo where's she at yeah. we're hanging out with you because we want to see her yeah like i want to be that kind of person mm-hmm. um because i don't know i i have such a fear of like being too much for people yeah <laughs> which is why i'm obsessed yeah um so that's why like when people are like oh like i want to introduce you i'm like i have a really big personality mm-hmm. and so i like I always have to like shrink myself down until like people get to know me enough, and yeah. then I'll have one drink, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "You're ready to really know me now." Yeah. And then I start talking about pussy and ass and all this kind of <laughs> shit, and people look at me like, "Who the fuck did you bring here?" Because she wasn't <laughs> like this an hour ago. <laughs> and I'm like, "Y'all got too comfortable." Yep. You know. You gotta learn the hard way. You gotta learn the hard way, mm-hmm. which is why I prefer having this podcast now, so people can just listen to it, prepare, yep. prepare themselves <laughs> instead of just assuming that mm. I'm like this chill individual. Yeah, I've same. never been chill. Same. Never been chill. Yeah, especially when you're talking to somebody that you feel like you could talk to, like for my podcast, it, that's pretty much me. Mm-hmm. Like that's me in, uh, I, like when me and Mondo talk, it's it's me. Right. right? I'm not putting on any show or act mm-hmm. or anything. It's full on me. Mm-hmm. So I agree with that. Yeah, I I try to be as transparent as possible. Mm-hmm. At least. To an extent, yeah. <laughs> yeah, to an extent. This is just stuff that you should probably There's some people, yeah. they, they don't need to know. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Like, there are some, I don't know. I am that person, though. Like, if I, <laughs> one of my, like, icebreakers is, like, I want you to tell me your most embarrassing sex story. Because now everything's really? out on the table. It's Because yeah. people will instantly, like, oh, I can talk to you about anything. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, babe, this is a judgment-free zone. Yeah. And then once they do it, you're in. You're We're in. best friends. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one of my go-to icebreakers. I'm that's like, that's tell me idea. your most embarrassing sex story, that's and I will tell you mine. Yeah, I, I think I think you could definitely use that more than I can. Oh, probably. Yeah, probably. probably but uh, it's definitely a, a good idea for sure. Like my one at the movie theater. That's yeah. That's mm-hmm. when I tell people, and they're just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, oh yeah. I'm like, yeah. So mm-hmm. if I can tell you these things within like us hanging out for like the second time then you should know that i'm the person that people are comfortable talking about these yeah. things with and that's who i want to be yeah um, you definitely yeah when you gave me that vibe for sure um <laughs> but that's yeah that's where i fuck with a lot that's pretty cool no no yeah i just i my goal the other day is just make sure everybody feels comfortable yeah because um you're pretty good at that i just feel like life is too short to not be living your most authentic self yeah i agree yeah mm-hmm. um 170 minutes. <laughs> All right. This will be fun to chop up. Um, <laughs> I got to figure out where the fuck I'm even going to cut this. Um, but if you guys are listening to this end, this will probably be a part two. Yeah, this will be the part two. So you guys have gotten a bonus and um, <laughs> this is going to be we like it's, we decided this will probably be somewhere. If we have another day where we yeah. can't, like, record or something, mm-hmm. we'll probably post this. We'll post this one. So, um. I hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah. I hope you listened to both parts. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it'll be, like, completely out of context. Oh, my God. Yeah, completely like out of context. But that'll be the fun part of it. Because it'll show, the you'll know the context if you listen to both episodes. Yeah. Yeah, so you gotta listen so to both episodes. Yeah, if whatever episode this is. Because uh, imagine we post this, like, three months yeah. later. Go listen to again to episode eight. Yeah, and you'll you'll find out. You'll find out what the context of this episode. Um, all right. Okay. Well, signing off. It's been fun. Bye. Peace.